Welcome to the THC Podcast, better known as the Heart Chakra Podcast. I am the host, JTR, coming live from the Midwest of America, Columbus, Ohio to be exact. And I guess you can call this season two of uh, the THC Podcast. Took a break in between the last time I recorded, just living life a little bit, observing, navigating, and things of that nature. And um, I think now that I'm kind of being more comfortable in this space of potting or sharing, I guess, what you would call like audio journals that I would normally do. I feel like I have to be inspired to do it. I don't just do it on a regular routine. I'm not really doing this to make money. If I make some at the end of the day or whatever, then great. Or to gain followers. If I gain a lot of listeners from it, then great. I just so happen to be in a comfortable space where I enjoy sharing my thoughts and feelings on things in the relationship element of life, which is what the heart chakra is really all about. Love, romance, things of that nature. And so the theme of to, of this podcast episode is going to be monogamish. And I kind of came across that term about a year ago when I was reading this book called Building Open Relationships. And uh, the author pretty much broke down the different types of consensual non-monogamous relationships and um one of those formats is a monogamous format and so or arrangement i should say and that's basically uh the couple pretty much operates like any monogamous couple would exclusive couple would in terms of celebrating holidays together going on trips together um, spending time with family with one another maybe even cohabitating the relationship publicly is mainly exclusive, you know, even in private as well. However, both partners may occasionally um, open up the relationship, whether it be something like a threesome, whether it might be, you know, something where one partner plays with someone else separately from, you know, their significant other. But for the most part, um, they're exclusive. And those situations may be few and far between, or there may be some rule or boundaries with how frequently the people can do it. However, most of the time, it's exclusive or monogamous. But, you know, if they're not monogamous 24-7, 365, like, can you really say you're in a monogamous relationship or marriage? And when I saw that, I thought that was very refreshing to see. And I felt like, that format or that arrangement would benefit me the most. And the reason why is because, you know, I, I really can appreciate love and relationships and things like that. And naturally, when you're just going to encounter people where they're a special type of individual where you can spend more time with them than you would with someone else, right? However, um, there also may be some times where you might be tempted or you might be intrigued by the idea of maybe going on a date with someone or maybe spending a little time with someone um, outside of the time you spend with your partner. Or you might want to include them with you and your partner. However, that might idea might come out to you. But you don't necessarily want to leave your, your partner to be with this other person or to explore this opportunity. And I think a lot of times in most relationships, um, the expectation is, hey, if you like me and I like you, then we shouldn't be dating anyone else. We shouldn't have eyes for anyone else and things like that. And you're kind of asked to um, 
excuse me, you're kind of asked to suppress a part of yourself to make someone else feel better. And, you know, if, if you like me, then you'll do this. Or if you like me, then, you know, all these conditions have to come with what that may look like. And it's not really taking into consideration that someone may like you the way they like you, not the way you want them to. Right. So it can be a very challenging to find a partner that has that type of mentality, especially since we've been indoctrinated to think one way or look for one type of particular person or situation or feel a type of way about a particular person. Right. Matters of the heart don't always make sense. Um, that's why the heart is where it is and the brain is where it is, you know, and sometimes there can be a conflict between what the brain thinks and what the heart feels and what the heart wants. So there's a very unique balance there. And in some of my relationships, I would say within the past year or so, as I've kind of explored a more consensual non-monogamous lifestyle, is that while a relationship may start off with a quote-unquote no expectations, go with the flow, more often than not, in the back of my partner's mind, which are women, because I'm heterosexual, cisgender male, um, they're kind of hoping for something a little bit more exclusive and monogamous. Like, they'll settle or acquiesce to a non-monogamous agreement just to kind of see how truthful I'll be, you know? Because a lot of times people will say one thing and do another. Um, and I think a lot of times my honesty will kind of make them feel a little insecure and uncomfortable. Like a lot of times people don't like feeling like just another option. They want to kind of feel like the main option or the only option. And that's a very, again, exclusive monogamous mentality. And if you're dealing with someone that doesn't have that type of mentality, they're not necessarily going to move like that or, they may not move like that in the time in which you would like them to. And I think that's the main thing. Even for me, with, with respect to a monogamous arrangement, I can go a period of time where I could be very comfortable with being very exclusive to one particular person. That could be months, that could be a year or years, right? But then also having the autonomy to say, hey, you know what? Like, as much as I love you and appreciate what we have, I'm kind of want to spice things up. I've met someone that really intrigues me and, you know, kind of going from there. And a lot of times people feel threatened by that because they feel like this person is a replacement or a substitute as opposed to this person is an addition to what the joy that my person, you know, is giving me. And that kind of reminds me of a term that I also came across called, um, um, oh man, the... The, it escapes me at this time. Uh, compersion, which basically means being happy for someone else's happiness, even when it's not including you for the most part. It doesn't necessarily have to be sexual. It can be, you know, a promotion or spending time with a friend or a family member or even someone of the opposite sex. That's a platonic relationship and not really being so jealous to the point where you're choosing jealousy over love. Right. And that's not to say, again, that jealousy is non-existent. We're human. It's going to happen. But are you choosing your jealousy and insecurity over love and understanding? And I can kind of go deeper into that maybe on a different episode. But 
Yeah, from my experience, um, it, it's very it's been very difficult sometimes to find a, a compatible partner that has that type of monogamous mentality because on the back end, they're kind of hoping that it will turn into a monogamous exclusive relationship. And the reason why is because of some of the qualities that I may bring to a relationship, being a good communicator, having a good conversation, you know, good sex experience, you know, just not having a lot of baggage, things like that. And sometimes those can be kind of hard to find in a partner. And so it can kind of come off like the ideal person or maybe being put on a pedestal and things like that, even though I may not ask for that. Just kind of going with the flow, you know, and being very open and honest, this person may be agreeing to what I'm saying, but in the back of their mind, they might be hoping for something else. And because I may never get to that point where they're hoping for, that they're not communicating, but maybe keeping it in the back of their mind, it doesn't get there. So maybe months or maybe even years into the relationship, it eventually comes up and my stance hasn't really changed. And that means that I don't love this person or couldn't potentially see myself with this person. But knowing that I don't really want to be exclusive the way they want me to, I honestly, in my heart, wouldn't feel comfortable moving forward with that particular individual. Um, even though I could still feel like you could be in a committed relationship and not necessarily be exclusive, which to most people, again, they would feel they wouldn't understand that. They would say, how can you be committed and not be exclusive? So, yeah, and I could possibly go, you know, deeper into that as well. But, yeah, that's just kind of like where I am right now in terms of when I think about what I want. Um, a monogamish arrangement would be perfect. It's just that sometimes it's a little difficult to find that in the type of individuals that I meet and people that I encounter and come across, um, whether that be younger partners, partners my age, or partners a little older. So, um, yeah, sometimes I'm interested to hear other people's thoughts and opinions on that. And um, sometimes people agree and sometimes people don't. But at least for me, you're kind of taking out the element of cheating, which is something that I've done in the past and not proud of, but definitely a, a learning experience. So, you know, I don't want to make the same mistakes or even do the same things over and over again. So I've decided to take a different approach, a non-traditional approach to things. So at least I sleep better at night and feel better. Like, hey, at least I didn't lie and at least I didn't cheat. Unfortunately, things didn't work out, but I still have my integrity and my character and my principles at the end of the day. So that's it. That's the conclusion of my thoughts. Peace.